The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. I must start off with this message from Alina. Alina says, on this gorgeous Thursday, Michael, how many people are they supposed to arrest? Please ask Rolene if she thinks that Hamas terrorists will ever be completely exterminated. Would she hazard a guess as to how many of these terrorists in particular were eliminated by the IDF? Sorry, forgot to thank Rolene. Please take care. Good, take good care of yourself. That's from Alina. Good afternoon, Rolene, and thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. I tell you, our listeners, and you know I love me our listeners, uh, don't come with the easy questions. They come with the uh, <laughs> difficult questions. Okay, so uh, do we think Hamas will be uh, eliminated in totality? Look, uh, we know that we are fighting not just physical terrorists, but we're fighting an ideology as well. Uh, we know that you can't exterminate uh, an ideology. If we could do that, we would have seen the end of a lot of very, very painful, uh, horrific ideologies um, in the world today. I, I think what we are aiming to do is completely dismantle any uh, military capability of Hamas, as many of their uh, fighters as humanly possible. And then, as we've said, we will come for the leaders of Hamas, no matter how long it takes, no matter mm-hmm. where. So I don't think we will see a complete eradication. And, you know, one day we'll wake up and no more Hamas. But we aim to to eliminate as much of it mm-hmm. and destabilize and cripple it as much as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is we want them out of the Gaza Strip. We want them gone from the Gaza Strip so that there is a new security eventuality uh, for the people of the South and the people of Gaza. Indeed. Roland, let's just continue on that uh, line of ideology. Uh, now we're dealing with the ideology in the form of politics. Eurotone, the Minister of International Relations and Cooperation of South Africa, Naledi Pando, says Israel is now ignoring the ICJ order to stop the killings in Gaza. Well, clearly, I, I think that Naledi Pandor is laying or preparing the battlefield for something else. I, I think what we are seeing, and this, these are going to sound like strong words for me, is that South Africa has declared legal warfare against the state of Israel. Now, as we all know, the ICJ did not find Israel guilty of genocide or said that a genocide was happening. If so, they would have... Uh, recommended an immediate and complete ceasefire. So, Naledi, uh, I don't know who's interpreting the ruling for you, but I think the interpretation that you are getting is not exactly on par with, with what was said. With regards to the issue of plausibility, and there's a great article in the Daily Friend written by Edo Victor, who explains plausibility in, um, in great detail. The court didn't find plausibility to uh, allow for the case because it believes that there is genocide on the ground. What has been explained to me by several uh, international lawyers is that because South Africa and Israel now uh, legally have a dispute, that gives the court prima facie, that gives the court the jurisdiction to get involved uh, and try the case. It doesn't mean necessarily that there is genocide. As we know, as Israel has 
uh, demonstrated in the court and every day on the battlefield that we are doing the utmost to prevent civilian casualties. There is a brilliant article by Major John Spencer in Newsweek today where he writes, he believes that Israel, more than any other country in the world, has gone above and beyond to uh, prevent civilian casualties. He gives, uh, and this is um, a military expert with over a decade's expertise in urban warfare. He has, uh, this is his area of expertise. He um, holds the uh, urban warfare chair at West Point Military Academy. So I think he's amply more qualified mm. to talk about preventing civilian casualties on the ground than the Lady Pandor is, or anyone from the South African legal team for that matter. But he, he, he compares the situations to uh, in Fallujah, Raqqa and Mosul to what's happening in Gaza, says it is completely different. You are dealing uh, not with areas where you know, civilians can run too easily. You're dealing with a very, very intense uh, battlefield, very carefully prepared by uh, Hamas as part of their military strategy. And he says no country in the world has done what Israel has done. If you look at another military expert, Colonel Richard Kemp, he says the ratio of uh, kills, uh, civilian deaths is, is two to one. And apparently, if you are in the military, that is an, an exemplary uh, civilian death count. Nobody wants civilian casualties. Nobody wants civilian casualties. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You have absolutely no soul if you want the suffering of the people of Gaza. And I get very upset when I see the images of the people of Gaza. But as Major Spencer says, there is only one address for civilian casualties, and that is squarely at Hamas. That is not an Israeli military official. That is a... Um, American military official backed by a British military official. And as we heard uh, from many military uh, generals and colonels over the years, that nobody does more to prevent civilian casualties than the state of Israel. In fact, our ability to be precise and prevent civilian casualties has uh, changed the laws of warfare for everybody. It's set a standard that's very, very high. So uh, just as an aside, I don't think the Lady Pandor or anybody from Durka has actually viewed the footage of what happened on the 7th of October, and neither has anybody from the South African authorities or South African government set foot mm. in those decimated communities that I saw for myself just three weeks ago. Well, certainly you've uh, outlined your sources clearly, uh, Rolene. I just wish we had time to just go through or rather pan and panda exactly what Pandor sources are regarding this because already they're bringing out stats and whatever. It seems as if there's an attempt to prejudge this, uh, this report that Israel is meant to furnish at the end of the month. But we don't have much time to unpack that right now. Let's just keep that for another day to, to discuss and really go through. For now, we have the 66 families who have filed class action against Iran. 
Well, this was a, a very interesting story breaking this morning that 66 families who are American Israelis or Israeli families with relatives either murdered, kidnapped, mutilated or harmed in any way on the 7th of October. They have filed a massive class action suit at the New York Federal Court uh, calling for damages from Iran for over a billion dollars. They say that Iran not only trained the Hamas terrorists, uh, a fact that is corroborated, but sponsored them as well. Another fact that is corroborated and the unfathomable, in Hebrew we call it uh, the unfathomable suffering that uh, they have endured. And uh, yeah, first class action uh, mm -hmm. suit against uh, Iran. Gee, I wonder who could uh, uh, maybe be next. Indeed. Families filing class action suits against. I think I we're going right. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to have a ripple effect here, certainly, Rolene. We don't have much more time once again to chat uh, the recent latest technique that the idea for tunnel flooding missions in Gaza. What what what, what is happening with that right now? I read about it earlier on. I just wanted to run that by you. Uh, the, it was discussed before about flooding the tunnels. There were you know concerns about maybe they'd be flooding the areas where the hostages might be and and etc cetera, etc cetera. but now there seems to be this latest approach to uh, tunnel flooding what is this all about uh, well first of all the, the idea is not going to flood tunnels where they, they are no, sure so uh, i think we can we, we can uh, reassure people of, of, of that uh, I, I think the the aim of flooding the tunnels is you can't blow up every single tunnel because guys will just collapse on itself. Uh, well as we imagine, know, right. there, there is over 350 miles of uh, Hamas tunnel. I, I don't even want to contemplate how much that costs and how many schools, hospitals, businesses, etc. could have been built with that money. But uh, the IDF have confirmed that they have started flooding the tunnels with groundwater. And contrary to what uh, some people will say, those tunnels, that water is not harmed or treated in any way, it's groundwater. It's not salt water, it is groundwater. Uh, and they're flooding it in with big pumps that could fill a uh, Olympic-sized swimming pool in under seven minutes. <laughs> Roland is saying what Naledi's puppet masters really want is that Israel should completely stop defending herself. Quite obvious indeed, Roland. It's, it's exactly good. Yeah, it's 100% quite obvious indeed. Roland. Well done, Roland. Yeah, great, Roland. We concur. We're going to have to leave it there, Roland. Thanks so much for joining us once again to bring us the latest on what's happening in Israel right now. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Always look forward to chatting to her and bringing us the latest as to what's transpiring in that part of the world.